Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two, you are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end, no Fridays for me Tune in, please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. Alan would generally say, I'm Alan, this is not a podcast about classical music. Then I would say, absolutely is not, this is a podcast about hip-hop. Then I would ask him, what we doing today, bro? Then he would tell me what we doing, but he ain't here today, so I'm speaking for him. I got my man Jay, and uh, he's sitting in, I can say sitting in for Alan, how about that? That'll work, that'll work. What's going on, y'all? I've been here uh, before, we did the yearly review uh, last year for some great hip-hop, great year we had. Looking to kind of get some conversation going today. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna move that closer to you because I think this side pick up better. But um, so one of the things I think I know we'll talk about later that I want to talk about later is when you hit me, you were saying it's been a year since Mac yeah. passed, right? Yeah. Um, Mac Miller for people that just wouldn't call him Mac, and I probably wouldn't even be one of the people to just call him Mac, right? Sure. Um, and I think it's dope to have that conversation between me and you because it's a at least a generation of hip hop between us. At bare minimum. At the bare minimum, <laughs> right, right? Right, right? At the bare minimum. Because me being about to be 44 and your okay. age. 22. 22. Yeah. Right? So there's probably two, two generations right. <laughs> of hip hop. Bare us. minimum, right, right. Um, Mac, somebody in my, most people in my age range got on Mac later. Yeah. Right? Uh, so he probably had less of an impact in that regard on us. And at this age, music impacts us differently. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, so that probably has something to do with the impact that Mac had. I think a lot of people my age understood his talent, mm-hmm. but not necessarily his impact. Right. You know. That I can uh, speak to. So, yeah. Exactly. Right, so that's right. why I, I want to definitely have that conversation with you because I don't think me and Alan could sit and have a conversation and tribute to Mac. Yeah. Um, from a from a really earnest place, that's it would fair. just be a musical respect, right. not necessarily a, a, you know, right. a heartfelt yeah. thing. Yeah. Not to say we didn't feel something for the man passing, but it just wasn't the same. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the feel is different. The feel is different. Now, one thing that before we get to that though. I do want to talk to you because we before we even got on, uh, we was chopping it up yeah, before we course. cut the mics on. Of course, like, like we always do, and we was talking about uh, Jay Z right before we cut the mics on, and you were saying can't remember exactly how you put it, but it was something along the lines of no, we weren't talking about Jay Z, but I was about to bring up Jay Z. No doubt in Gwen Stefani. No doubt in yeah. Gwen Stefani, and you were saying okay, how they came out in eighty nine. Eighty nine, and right? I was like, I listened to them, like I can't believe. That they were around in '89, right? Like that, the the time frame. I didn't know that it carried on. They were already f- f- almost 15 years into their career before I even. Yeah, it, it was new to me, right? So it's new to the world if I think that. Exactly. But no, nah, I didn't know that, that you was you were saying that you was gonna take it from there. Okay, so yeah. similarly, similarly, Jay Z has a, a, a interesting story. Mm-hmm. So you knew obviously about Hawaiian Sophie. No. You don't know about Hawaiian Sophie, no. Jazzo's record. Oh, yes, 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 okay. yes, yes, yes. That came out in 89. Okay. Jay-Z's on that record. Okay. Right? He's featured on the record. Jazz, that was Jazz That was Jazz and Jay-Z. Jazzo right. and Jay-Z, that yeah. was their record. Right. So Jay-Z, his interest into the game was in 89. Right. Right? Uh, his debut CD was 96. 96 yeah. Right? He's still one of the greatest rappers today. Is, but it's Is, in my opinion also, today. So we would say, musically, his peers would be, because his album came out in 96, right? Mm -hmm. Musically, his peers would be big, 
Nas, right. you know, those guys, even Mob Deep. Right. Music, yeah, because that's, that for, yeah. that's when the music came out. Mm-hmm. Even Snoop, around that same time, Snoop was, what, 93, 92? Yeah, 94. So, you know, so. some around yeah. those. But in age, you yeah. know, his peers are Rakim. Rakim. And Big Daddy Kane. Right, yeah. Like, he's only a year younger than Rakim. And it's crazy, because he, he's verbally, like, looks up to them. He'd have to. Right, but not even in a peer sense, more of a mentor sense. You know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think he does that for appearances. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? That like, Rakim's a year older than him. Yeah. I guarantee you when Rakim was eating good, Jay-Z felt like he could eat Rakim's face off. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. You see what 100%. I mean? Especially so, with how you carry yourself. Yeah. Right. So from a, from a historical standpoint, I'm sure he's going to play it like Big Daddy Kane. Because Big Daddy Kane did take Jay-Z on his first tour. Yeah. So he would look up to him in that way because he already had a career established at that, that point. Sense. But we're the same age, bro. <laughs> right. You see what I'm right. saying? No, for sure. Like we're the same age. Uh, I like the, we've probably talked about that a couple times on the show, but I don't think most people understand that Jay Z's musical peers and his his uh, chronological peers yeah. are completely different. Something like that's interesting to me, though. Super like, interesting. It's right along the lines of Gwen Stefani and No Doubt being out in '89. Right. And then being megastars during your... 04? Like, right. that, that's... Nah, that's insane, man. Like, if you... When I, when I think of music, so my... my I, I talked about it the last time I was up here. Like, my hip-hop knowledge starts... Uh, back when we was wearing 3XTs. Like, it, sure. it, it really does start there with Soldier Boy and all of that. And my dad pulled me out immediately and was like, well, we're going to start here, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and made yeah. sure that I understood what I was listening to, where it's gone, right? right? And to lean with it, rock with it. And then it kind of picked back up around like Blueprint 3 time for me where like Hip Hop Is Dead came out for Nas. And okay. like, those are albums that are milestones of my life where for I was sure. like, I remember where I was the first time I heard Blueprint 3. Granted, it's not my favorite. It's no one's favorite. But like, I remember where I was when I heard it, right? For I remember sure. leaving basketball practice here, and I'm like, yo, these, these 808s are insane, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, I find it funny because very few artists, especially Hove is Hove, but, like, very few artists, even Nas, if you want to throw him in there, mm-hmm. can have an impact on, like, Hip Hop is Dead for me did probably what, like, Illmatic did for you. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it reset what my expectations were for Hip Hop. For sure. Because Hip Hop is Dead and Death of Autotune came out the same year Mm -hmm. so like being able to hear that and know that okay this is what the trend is t-pain's a legend Mm -hmm. but this is what hip-hop is and we we're gonna keep these hard like like bumper lines up and y'all can do whatever you want out here but this is what we're doing here so from there it's funny how hip-hop has turned into the playboy cardis the uzis and everything else Mm -hmm. and you know I'm not going to say I don't like it. I turn up with the rest of my friends with it. But in my car, the vibe's different most times. Yes, like, good. it just, I don't know. The, like, I go back to those grid lines of, okay, whenever I need to restart and I feel like everything that's coming out just doesn't sound like what mm-hmm. I want to hear, I could go back to just hip-hop is dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now that I have the the Jay-Z knowledge from just having more free time to sit down and listen to it and the freedom of not having my dad over my shoulder making sure it's something else. Yeah. I could have the, a while like Kingdom Come sounds a lot better in 2019 than it did in 09, yeah. right? Yeah. But everybody's having that feeling. For me... I hope. I hope, me too. Yeah. Me too. I but hope. for me... Even though I like Kingdom Come then... I didn't, I didn't yeah. know, have a frame of reference. So for me, this is new Jay-Z. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I have H to the Izzo knowledge, but that's just the single. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the cohesive, right. this is Blueprint, Right. That's the best hip hop album I've ever heard to this okay, day. Okay. Today. That's my favorite hip hop album. Wow, okay. Right? So, I can I can I could totally understand that. Right. right. I so totally there's that, that. But my second favorite will probably be uh the Clips first album. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then so those are two completely different vibes. Yeah. But when you really break down the lyrical ability, the production value of both of those albums, it makes sense where my, my mm-hmm. hip hop stance comes yeah, from. Yeah, where you're, where right. you're. My core. Mm-hmm, right, like core my is. core is that. That's, yeah. that's, that's drug rap. Yeah. That's luxury rap. Yeah. That's, it's got the single up there. But, but even outside of that, it's, it's greatness of ability. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's talent is there. Yeah, yeah talent sure. is there. For sure. Core talent. Malice, honestly, I'll rap push the whole album. Malice outright pushed for a long time, uh, but he's the probably oldest brother. Up until their second, cl- yeah, he, uh, their classic. He's the oldest brother, so Push was trying to keep up. Then yeah. Push started elevating. 
I'm going to tell you when Push, I mean, I know this is off topic because I want to get back it's to what fun. you were saying, but I think Push started elevating when he realized it's okay for him to dabble in Big's flow. <laughs> when, he, when he accepted that it was okay for me to dabble with Big's flow, what album was that? He took it to another level. That's I think funny because that's recent. That's five years ago. Yeah, I think it was Hell High. Mm, yeah, he t- touched it a little more. Yeah, I think he started well, touching that it. That album where the dream had a lot of influence on it. Mm. Uh, to the, the one with numbers on the boards on it. To the cable, to the casket drop. Nah, this is a solo project from him. I feel like oh, that's, nah. that's when he really he started pulling his big out on clips. He albums. did, but yeah. like he wasn't rolling with it. Like, hey, this no, he wasn't. I'm just yeah. saying. I think he started. The show flashes of what we see now, yes. and in my opinion, yeah. was doing a better job that's than his no brother yeah. when he started dabbling yeah. with Big. That's hell no I, I think he's definitely gotten better. Absolutely. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. But, he's rapping at a different level right now. Yeah, he is. But um, back to Hove, it's just like for me, even talking to friends, like they know I'm a Hove stand. So, like, yeah. the. That B sides concert, for instance, yeah. I had to make the playlist of like yeah. the track list because I needed the, the set list because I needed to hear it. I yeah. needed to know what was on Hope's mind when he was doing yeah, it, right? Was that? So I'm like, oh, right, those are B sides for him. Wow, mm-hmm. eight eight or nine yeah. in a row, like oh my, like yeah. bumping in my car, yeah. I know all the words are. Yeah. That's not how B sides supposed to go. Nah. But his impact on my generation, even now with everything going on with the NFL, like personally, I don't watch NFL. I haven't in three and a half years. Okay, right? Don't keep up with it. Don't support it. I don't even like the the posts on Instagram. If it's a cool play, I keep scrolling. Yeah. And that was how I like that was my protest, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't go out of my way to post it on social media and all that stuff. I just don't watch it because right. that's how I am. But for Hove to do it, the first thing I'm like is okay. It's Hove. Let me mm-hmm. Take a deep breath. Yeah. So I, I notice that he wants to be in the room. Right? There's a reason. Right. For that, there's yeah. a reason. There's there's he's calculated. Yeah. He's maniacal in a sense. So yeah, like absolutely. he's not putting himself or us in a position, the culture, in a position where we could be impacted negatively, right? Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. I feel. I don't think so. So for me to hear him say, All right, we're past kneeling at this point, yeah. right? Like we've gotten our foot in the door in the sense that they're paying attention. We know right. why the stance happened. Right. How do we move forward? There's no other voice in hip-hop, really, that's making it that clear mm-hmm. for me or people like me, I can say. I mm-hmm. won't say everybody my age, but, like, I don't feel like there's, there's moments in hip-hop like that anymore. Right. Like, there 10 are. years ago, there were still moments where people were protesting and, yeah. like, hip-hop was involved, but it wasn't, like, a, a stamp because it was the Drakes, it was the Big Sean's, mm-hmm. it was the Wale coming in, mm-hmm. and they were just trying to pick up mm-hmm. where Hov and them left off. Right. But, it's, it's, it's funny that you say it that way because... You started uh, with Blueprint being yeah, your favorite hip hop album, and by the end of your statement, you had gotten to the the protest in hip hop. Right. And this is the artist that it's coming from, and he's the person that's representing that in this time mm-hmm. the most. I'd say him and Meek Mill in hip hop right, right. are the are the two that are representing action. Yeah. In hip hop, you know, right. activism right. in hip hop. Nip at this before point. his passing, but I think he Nip, definitely assisted yeah. as well. And I think Nip was even more subversive with it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. his, his was more personal. It's right. like to that person, move things. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Theirs is like, I'm going to get in this system, I'm going to move yeah. shit around. Right. You know, uh, my favorite hip hop album of all time is Public Enemy. It takes a nation's a million to hold yeah. us back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's the same route. That, nah, it's the activism sure. yeah. it's the same thing and it doesn't exist in hip hop now the way it did when Nations of Millions was out because it was trending when that was out. actually it wasn't trending that started the trend you think so? absolutely what year is that? absolutely oh god 88, 89 yeah. it started the trend I, I know it I, it brought it back for sure no, it started to trend in hip hop. There was in no yeah in hip hop, not in music. Not, music. It brought it back. not yeah in, right. in music. It definitely right. brought it back because because the '60s and the '70s right. it was it was rampant with Absolutely. it, and it's necessary now. More so, yeah. But we don't get it in the music yeah. per se. Well, you, Nip- Nipsey even had FDT with. Uh, I mean, you get it, but you know what I mean. Okay, I'm going. This is a person that's thinking, thinking nations of millions to hold us back. See, that's, that's you understand? here. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it was 
that's a hard like right that's the uh, yeah your standard was the blueprint right mine was nations a right. million like blueprint really isn't even that much of the activism it is it it's isn't. more so like a stamp of great music right great right. music so mine was both at that yeah. time it was great music and it was the activism yeah, we part. don't really get that exactly that's kind of what i'm going towards we're you. still getting the activism right we're just not and we're getting it from the artists that gave you the great yeah. music right, right. Um, gave me the great music too because I think Blueprint is one of the greatest albums of all time. Absolutely. But we don't necessarily get that from the music. That's interesting. And we need it. More so, yeah. Because we, it's very specific. Like everything's in our face now with social media and it's not that nothing's new, right? right? But I. Sh- I shouldn't be able to see everything that's happening in Tulsa, right. Oklahoma, like, right. and all those like, day-to-day life. I yeah. can really keep track of in a, yeah. in a state, in a city I have nothing yep. to do with, right? Nothing. So, being able to be that in tune, we're all so emotionally connected, regardless yeah. of if you want to be or not. Right. So, it's funny that now you have music that's about nothing. Absolutely right. nothing. Right. Don't get me wrong. I love that music. Me too. And we were talking about Ross earlier, mm-hmm. how there's no... Granted, one of the best... Discographies ever we both shake our head agree to that. I but think it's most most underrated right. discography of all time. There's no substance, right? Right. But right. I could listen to that luxury rap all day. I could watch Scarface once a week. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's like <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, but I, it just it, it's interesting to me that that's that this is when we're not getting it. Right. Like 444 set a precedent, and shoot, we haven't even brought up Kendrick yet either. Like right. to pimp a butterfly. Another album in the, in the past ten years. That's probably my favorite album. It's probably the greatest album in the last ten years. Yeah, I won't say it's 100%. my favorite. My but dad I say and I argued last night very yeah. briefly. He said life is good. That's fine. But for me, that's not the Nas I like. I, I enjoyed it. I loved Life Is Good. Yeah. But it's not by. It's not even close to the greatest Guess album in the last ten out. years. Because it's early. It's it's a lot sooner than I thought. It was. Uh, it was either 12 or 14, right? See, I'm thinking 09. It's, it is 2012. Yeah, it's 12. For some reason in my head, I was like, see, that came out 09. He was like, nah, but It's 2012. He yeah. just listened to it every day for like six months. But <laughs> yeah, my right. thing was, for me, to Pimper Butterfly, and damn, like it had a bunch of just very surface, but mm-hmm. still had the activism and the deep dive mm-hmm. that I needed. Rhapsody, another one, like brings up the, right, yeah, brings up the, the issues yeah. and in witty ways that makes you think yeah. and that we need right. and I just don't understand why that's not what we're talking about you because know I mean? that is great music less entertainment yeah labels understand how to sell entertainment it's easy to great music over time will do what it's supposed to do yeah. because it's supposed to last it's not supposed to sell 200,000 copies the first week Right. you know what I mean right. Because it takes people time to digest greatness. Yeah. And Good it, Kid, and Mad it, City wasn't a classic the first day. Right. Only Rosenberg said that. Right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, uh, so the, the activism is in the music somewhat. It's sprinkled. It's, it's sprinkled. Good. It's just yeah. not as prevalent. But I think because something like A Nation's A Million to Hold Us Back became trend, yeah. I think that if done correctly, it could become trend again. I definitely should. Um, it, it's gotta. Yeah. Until then, though, I can't say about the Jay Z thing is whether people like his stance, like what he's doing or not. I like the fact that he's doing it. I love the fact that he's doing it because we're not getting it in the mu- getting it in the music. We gotta see it at yeah. least. You know, yeah. we gotta see it. And if it's not seeing, if people don't like the initial move, then that's just the internet being pissed about not understanding what it is they see because you have to wait and see what the action is going to be right is there going to be action is there going to be inaction you said something too uh and i think this is one of your like principles too funny enough it was i i have to set the example that i didn't see or something like that yeah i have to be the example i didn't see right so for hove it's funny that he does that specifically too because you can't say you say the same thing like he didn't have that example set forth for him. And we haven't really had too many who are yeah. so well-rounded in, in the examples they're trying to set. Like right. financial literacy, right. financial freedom, right. owning your masters, paying artists, mm-hmm. having multifaceted business yeah. ventures. Like, 
being di- diversity and, and still finding space for activism and and right and doing that with someone who's also doing the same things and embodying everything and practicing what they preach like mm-hmm. we're not seeing that right did he try to do the same thing Hope's doing two years ago he tried to buy the panthers and yeah. he, was in, yeah. he just did it over instagram right. right like it wasn't a and plus he doesn't have the counterpart who is who she is right, right? and granted i'm not the biggest beyonce fan of the music but mm-hmm. as a person I, I bow down with everybody okay. else, right? So it's interesting to me just because I, I can go on about Hope all day. We all can. But, like, I think that precedent and everyone and to some degree respects him as who he is in the in the industry, I feel like. Yeah. Especially now with his everybody's peace, world peace tour. But For sure. um, I just want the, the game to get back to meaning something like mm-hmm. we've had the beefs and those have gotten mm-hmm. resurfaced like if we can get back to the, <laughs> yeah. the activism that would, that would be awesome man I think the, the voice from hip hop specifically is too big to not have it anymore it's gonna you're right but the the, the problem with that then I hate to I hate to be the bear the, you know what I'm saying the harbinger of bad news but the problem the problem is we don't have control over hip hop anymore we don't have control over the face of hip hop anymore. Yeah. Like the hip hop that the world sees. We never did. Yeah, we did. We had a yeah, we public enemy was the face of it. We yeah. had control of that. Yeah. For a while, you see what I mean? They, I see what you're they, saying. They bought the face. Okay. At, there was a generation in hip hop where the, where they purchased mm-hmm. the face of it. It became completely corporate. Now it's just corporate. Right, so the the vibe of hip hop, what the world sees from the outside, because you're in it, it's hard for you to have this understanding or this view. Right, right, and because I'm in in, in it, because it's easier for me to see because I've been in it for so long. Right, if you, you want know. to see the future, look into the past. Right. right, so I can see where it really started and looking at where it is now. So it doesn't look that much different from when you caught it in right. 2001. Right, right to to now. But for me, it's like, oh, my God. I know from the outside looking in, hip-hop is a complete parody. Yeah. It's a lot all, of satire right All now. you have to have is dreads, <laughs> chains, yeah. a Bugatti or a Lamborghini, a mansion, a bad bitch. Yeah. And you're a rapper. You don't have to actually have great lyrics. All you have to do is, is create a good vibe. And you're a rapper, a popular rapper. The yeah, poppinest rappers. The, rapper, the, right. the majority of rappers. Maybe not the most popular. Maybe not Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. But everybody under that. Everything that's accessible right. to the average kid. Because Drake, Kendrick, and Cole ain't really accessible. No, but no, Baby right. and Gunna looks like it is. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But Playboy Cardi looks like it is. I could wake up tomorrow and say I want to be a rapper. And not have to really be good at it. All I have to do is be able to use that cadence. And you don't need the same resources anymore either. Exactly. So from the outside looking in, hip-hop looks different than what we perceive hip-hop to be. To the same degree, though, like, there were always bad rappers. But hip-hop didn't always look. There there were always bad. There's always been bad rappers right right but in my day there were a lot less of them because you didn't come outside unless you thought you were good because you got more competitive you got clowned if you suck yeah now more competitive now i can record decide it's good myself and it's on the fucking internet the next day same day I'm yeah. trying to be, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Nah, Same I day. record this right now and at midnight or something. Yeah. So it's, there is no, I got to be good before I come outside. Right. All the way down to that. Not to say some of these kids ain't talented. Because I don't, I think they are. I like the music. Talent is a spectrum, but yes. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. I, I like them. It's entertaining. Right. I like the music. But it's come to a point where that's become pop culture and hip hop has become, hip hop has become pop culture and that is a representation of hip hop. Yeah. So to think we're going to be able to go from that to back to what those rigid boundaries were for hip hop that you came up on even. Right. I don't know if we can put Pandora back in the box. Now, what we can do is end up with a level of hip hop that's more similar to jazz, more similar to what jazz is now, the way it looked at, not sound, but the way it's treated by the audience. 
People that really love jazz know where to go get it. They know where to okay. find it. I see what you're saying. You know right, what I mean? Right. They mine for it. Quality jazz. Right. They'll wait ten years to hear it again. And 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 when there's one that comes about, he's he's cherished. They know about him. He's shared. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Traditional hip hop is probably going to become a lot more like that. Hmm. God, that's going to be miserable. It's easily accessible now, It'll so be, it does help a little bit. But yeah, but we'll just go back to what we had to dig for. That's the way I came up. That's true. There was no radio for hip hop when I came up. We had to dig for everything. Yeah. So it'll just go back to that, or we'll lose it. Yeah. If we're not we willing spoke, to mind you for you heard it. one of those beats on the radio, and you're still waiting to hear it again. <laughs> like, yeah, that, man, man, that's insane. So that's the thing. That's that's what bothers me about whether it'll actually go go back. I think it'll prop uh, it'll get so distorted, right? Mm-hmm. That something else will come, and it'll probably be more aligned to what. Traditional, it'll have to, it'll have to have the core heart, right, for it to, to reemerge. So, typically, the person who does that is Kanye. You agree? Mm. In the past fifteen years, I'll say, typically, a person when hip hop hits a point where it all starts to almost sound the same, or it all starts to have that same projection, it's Kanye who's kind of just this atomic bomb of like, here's 808s and heartbreaks, here's the life. Pablo, mm. like mm-hmm. here's just this obscure sound that you're gonna absolutely hate right now, mm-hmm. but it's genius and mm-hmm. like Jesus, right? Jesus, yeah, for right? Sure. For me, it's Jesus. But yeah. when a lot, right? And I honestly, the life of Pablo, I think, is the most like throw a bunch of stuff at a wall mm-hmm. and it's all greatness. But yeah. that album, I think, is talked about very negatively for not many legitimate reasons. Yeah, the life you can't of Pablo. listen to it in a cohesive, cohesive way. The life of Pablo is a lot more like the cover than people. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a lot more like the cover than people understand. Right. And if they would look at the cover, and just break that down, and then go listen to the album, you'd be like, "Oh right. shit!" It's it's not supposed to be. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking collage. Right. Like it's it's bits and pieces. Like it's yeah. introspective. It's it's retroactive. Yeah. And like how he was supposed to do some things. Like one of my favorite songs on the album is FML. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and one Abel's on it. So whatever yeah. the weekend does is is that voice. But like that that flow that he has on that is something where we don't really get that Kanye where he, it really just sounded like he was freestyling mm-hmm. because we've seen videos of him freestyling before where he's just feeling the music and he'll throw something out and then you you hear the song and that's what the finished product was. But genuinely, FML sounds like a man who's literally looking in the mirror mm-hmm. and saying, "I've been." And he's letting it ride, talking about his family, talking about how he treats his wife, talking yep. about how he treats himself, how he wants to treat his kids. And then all of a sudden, we come back full circle. And we hear, okay, he's not happy with himself. Mm-hmm. He just pretends to be when he steps outside of this, right? And when we see him, when we hear the manic speeches and all those rights. I don't remember. Like Pablo's it's, 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 it's fucking genius. Yeah, I love that album. But yeah. my, my point was, do you think that we'll get back to... Like, who's going to be the person who, who does disrupt things? It was supposed to be Travis. And I feel like it is, but you can't... Like, people can all, made 808s and Heartbreaks again. We had Drake who was able to yeah. to second that, right? Yeah. With So Far Gone. But, like, we can't get another Travis. That sound takes too long to make. I don't... And it's so intricate. I don't think it's going to be for it to go where I think it needs to go. I think it's going to be people like Griselda that's going to drag it back. Not somebody that's more. They're burning too slow. At, at, nah, that's what you gotta do. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. We've all been tricked that it's supposed to be faster than that. That's true. We're like, spoiled we, too, Bruh. When I came up, nigga, motherfuckers didn't have no stats for first week sales. Yeah, no, nah, they didn't. That shit didn't exist. Yeah. Niggas didn't. Talk about going fucking gold and platinum for a year, maybe two, after the album came out. Wow. He's wasn't giving a fuck about that shit. The platinum parties came, like, with the with the, with the the Diddy age. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then when Wayne and them started blowing shit out the box, motherfuckers' first week numbers, Wayne and Eminem, and right. the, when hip-hop, when people became megastars in hip-hop, platinum we started week. thinking about first week numbers. And right. Now, too. it's a gimmick. 
It's a gimmick. Billboard is feeding you these numbers. Yeah, it's not real. Bro, it take 1,500 streams to sell one album. I have to stream your album 1,500 times for it to count as a record sale. These numbers is juke. You see what I'm saying? So, like, it's supposed to be a slow burn. It's a slow burn because it's real art. No, that's true. You see what I mean? Like, they merch sell out immediately. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even get my hands on it. That's the kind of... (laughs) But I think that's the... the, People see that that's successful. That's possible. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Then we can... Okay. Then I don't have to do that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's kids is going to be like, yo, I ain't got to do that. I can't do that shit no way. Once these kids realize that it's all a lie, mm-hmm. and then all the all the artists that because all the artists that's coming into the game already rich, yeah, right. They already got chains. They already got chicks. They already got Bugattis. They already got cribs. because they've been signed for two. That's because that and they lying. <laughs> yeah, they they dealing with signed money, right? right. Yeah. So the way they saying they got the money ain't real. It's not real. They doing the same thing other niggas did. They went and got a record deal. Now they, right. you see what I'm saying? So it's just a different presentation. If we can figure out, it's just gonna have to be people that care less about the fame and more about the music. Who's telling the truth in hip hop right now? Right now. Mm-hmm. Active, active, right active, now. actively telling the truth. Right, Cole. That's easy. Cole is telling the truth. Kendrick is telling the truth. I think Sean telling the truth. I think Wale telling the truth. Too much. <laughs> that's his. That's his problem. That's his problem. That's yeah. His problem. Too much of the truth. That's but his yeah. problem. But um. Not but that's also Wale. his gift. Yeah. I don't love Wale. Really? I love. I love some Wale projects. But I, I don't love Wale. I love Wale. Yeah. I, I don't. I think Wale lazy. On really? the mic. Yeah. Like, Wale is way too gifted an MC to say rhymes the way he does sometimes. It's like, bro, say that shit right, man. That shit's irritating, nigga. Like, you play too much. Like, get in your bag. I think I go to his projects that are him rapping, rapping. Right. A lot. Like, my go-to project for Wale is the album about nothing. Well, yeah. Like, that's... That's his classic. Yeah, that shit is. And and Ambition got some shit on it, too, in my opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ambition is probably his second best one for me. I like some Wale songs. Mm -hmm. I like a lot of Wale songs, but I'm not a Wale fan. All the Lucy's he put out last year, 100% of them for me. 100%. Fire. Like, 20 out of 20. Fire. Salary Cap, that song... Um, I don't even know him by name. Yo, man. I just know everything I, I heard from Wiley last year. Over, was nuts. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just listen to it again. So, another one that was nuts last year that was dropping all they Lucy's were crazy was Chance. Like to me, oh, yeah, no, 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 his no. Lucy's were nuts. I don't know what year. happened. I, I I don't know what happened. That nigga fell in love, man. He was in love last year because he was talking about the same thing last yeah. year. I'm gonna tell you what happened, bro. Chance decided to do an album. <laughs> He did. He had an idea, and he didn't think it. He he didn't think it through. He just went to started executing, and he didn't get anybody's creative opinion on how to construct that idea. It's too many songs. It's too many songs, the and it has it has no arc. The, there's no yeah. There's no peaks and valleys. In yeah. That there's album. there's no like, there's no arc. I can't go to acid rap. Go to yeah. Uh, the, the third Co- coloring book, book and yeah. then come to this. I yeah. can't. Nah, hell no. I, because hell I just pressed play. Yeah, I was like, oh, no chance. Boom, play. That's it's what you're like, supposed to be able to do. I was like, oh, man, this yeah. is it. Hey. Like, I could pull maybe three songs out right now. And, the, and you know what's sad is it's probably, in my opinion, more good songs on the album than that. It doesn't matter though, because the album as a project sucks. sucks. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's really bad. Yeah. And I, 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 I can't believe it. And yeah. I, me and my friend Jordan, like we joked about it. Like he's only gonna talk about his wife. He's only gonna talk yeah. about God. And, and like, he did. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, he did. I wasn't expecting you because that's yeah. the the two introspective songs he had last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I think it's the man who has everything. Where he was talking about his dad every year for Christmas, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. what do I get for the? And then uh, I might need security with the Jamie Foxx sample. Yeah, those two songs hard. right there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, I can't wait for y'all. What the fuck was he doing? I don't understand. Okay, his brother outrapped him. Mm-hmm. I, are you familiar with his yeah, brother? Yeah. I like his brother. Yeah. I like. He was both not supposed to outrap him. Nah, never. Not like never. the way he did never. on that album. Never. I'm gonna tell you what. Somebody was supposed to tell Chance, bro, if you're going to do an album about your relationship with your girl, 
do an album about your entire relationship with your girl the, from the beginning to, to the now because i know through listening to his music that i know the beginning was his first like they yeah. were together he got rich yeah they broke up right acid rap right. all of that and then the kid the first kid mm-hmm. and then ups downs she wants you, but she doesn't want you to be yeah. this rock star, right? Your addiction. All, all of the, and we could have gotten all of that right this here. This is the album where he was, The Big Day. This and it all leads up to, to boom, The Big Day. The happiness at the end. I get it then. But not 22 songs, it's just happy. That's not realistic. Man, it ain't fun. <laughs> no, Nobody, it's, it's not, you're right. It's not realistic. That's it's just the thing. not. I wouldn't give up. The only way it's realistic is if your ass is getting married this summer or this fall. Right. If you that that's who it was for the crowd of people that are currently getting in the process of exactly. getting married, right? This planning they with. It's not for the majority. It's not for all. the majority. It's and niche. it doesn't have to be. It's niche because when I first heard acid rap, it wasn't for me. Honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't even think I've ever heard the whole acid. Rap. Are you serious? Oh no, that's a classic mixtape for yeah, sure. I've never 100%. heard the whole acid rap from my my generation of yeah. music like Flockavelli. Acid rap. Those are the two mixtapes I'll always, and then I have like God, Kush and OJ. Yeah. Jesus oh yeah. Christ. Dead serious. And I, I, I can't stand anything else. Yeah, but that mixtape right there. I get it. I get there's it. like 15 joints up yeah. there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, this middle school, like I'm not even supposed yeah. to be listening to that. <laughs> that's of it course. Was, oh, it was of course tough. Was yeah, it was yeah, tough. Yeah. Loud, obnoxious. That's yeah. that's rock and roll. That's rock right and there. roll. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's uh, rock music. Oh, that was tough. Flockavelli, uh, Acid Rap, Cushion OJ, Wiz, uh, Kids, Mac Miller's yeah. uh, first tape that I like caught on to. Um, and then there's another one that I like to go back. It's probably one of Drake's early ones, like Comeback Season or something. Okay. But like okay. Th- those collection of mixtapes, maybe one of Wale's I'll throw in there now that yeah. I'm thinking about it. But like, I just can't believe that he'll go from that where he's in. Look at the people I just named, yeah. and then he. This is his one-off where it's like, okay, this is my first debut album, even right. though it's my fifth. Right. And like, he just didn't put his foot into this one. At Man, all. I don't understand. Like this shit sucks. <laughs> How you go from? He did surf with Donnie Trumpets, and then like, yeah. you see what I'm That's saying? That's the one I forget about too. That's what's crazy. That Man, album's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. You can't make this many bad projects, I mean, this many good projects, projects, and then make a left like this, yeah, and it just a makes a, a dud. Yeah. Which makes me wonder because who Chance can rap. Which makes, but this ain't about quality of rap. This is about quality of song, like project. It's like, you know, he got good raps on there. Some, like, he also got some complete duds on there. <laughs> but it's some good raps on there. Like, it ain't like every rap is a terrible rap, every song is a terrible song, every hook is a terrible hook. That's not what happened. It's just. For, for a whole project, when you lump all this shit together and stir it, it came out ass. You know, every song sounds the same to me, and not even in a joking way. Like it's the repetitive hook, the Man. repetitive beat switch, bro. The- even the songs that sound different from each other sound the same because they're about the same thing. Yeah. Every so, song he has with his brother is pretty introspective. Mm-hmm. Like, it's either about their childhood or how they predict their future is going to be. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard songs that they have together. Not a lot. Not I've a heard lot. every single one. Okay. I, I really enjoy his brother's music, yeah. so I've gone out of my way to look into it. Okay. But I've, I look forward when I see Taylor Bennett and Chance yeah, on his song, yeah, really. Yeah. And that's, like, I was like, okay, Taylor's giving me something, but yeah. there was nothing from Chance. Like, he didn't really talk about... What the song was really even about, which was kind of like them growing up in the same yeah. house. He did. The dynamic was he like did. Taylor did. was giving it to him. Yeah. Nothing. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with with Chance. I, I'm telling you, I just don't. Exactly. I, he's happy. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he had direction. I don't think you he think had Kanye had that much direction on the last album. I don't think no, no. Or even Francis, because I I didn't even hear like a Francis influence on this album. There wasn't any obscure sound on this. But I don't think the problem was the music. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like that's that's what I'm telling you. If you, I could play you one of these chances. Now, of course, there's some horrible songs on there, but yes. I could play you several songs off there as individual songs. You be like, that's not a bad song. That's not a bad song. That's not a bad song. Okay. But all together as a project, it makes it gets worse and worse and worse. And there's 22 of them. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it starts. They start to bleed together, and they don't have their. And none of them have their own identity, so they all start to sound like one bad song. But right. that's not actually what it is. It's a lot of good songs on there. It's just a bad project. You see what yeah. I mean? So I think 
what needed to what needed to happen was somebody needed to help him with executing the idea. The idea wasn't bad; it, it was just executed horribly. Okay. And you know, I, I, I think that's what it really boils down to. Yeah, that's the best way to say it. I think that's really boiled down to. Uh, a second ago, you gave me a rundown of the the mixtapes and the music that was out. That kind of right was a moment. Yeah. One of those albums was Matt. Yeah, right. For sure. You said when you kind of first got on Matt around yeah. that time, and I know we said at the beginning we want to have a conversation yeah, about sure. him and uh, having passed a year ago and his legacy and impact. For sure. So, uh, talk to me about that project. I guess that's where we'll start because um, I, I don't know his projects by name. Sure. Like that. So I I came up came into Mac kind of funny. So I moved to North Carolina in 2011. Okay. Um, and that's like right before when his music career erupted right because he was one of those unsigned kind of unpopular artists where the the labels driving their success mm -hmm. right where he has someone in front of him like a drake to little wayne situation where okay. even if i don't like you i like who your predecessor is right. so i'll you'll eventually bleed in regardless right so and his predecessor was he didn't have one. Oh, he didn't have one. You're no, saying that's what he didn't just, have. He was okay. a standalone. And okay. plus, he's a white rapper. For sure. So the the stereotype comes in with, like, are you Eminem or are you Asher Roth? Right. And there's no real in-between for white rappers in general, right. in right. my opinion. So, like, Machine Gun Kelly, it's uh, it's weird, so we don't really listen to yeah. it. Because it's, it's, sometimes it's Eminem and sometimes it's Asher, Asher Roth. Roth. right. But uh, for Mac, man, he just... He never tried too hard to just be himself. He was a goofball, yeah. smoked a lot of weed, yeah. and hung out with his friends. So he came into some money. I believe his, like one of his grandparents passed away. Mm -hmm. And he took that money while he was still in high school, got himself an apartment, and started recording music. Okay. So even hearing that story, it's like, this is like Richie Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're like, oh, this dude's funny. So we had a, a girl who was originally from like that area, Pittsburgh, who had one of his like CDs that I think her older cousin or something mm -hmm. had given to her. So we're riding, going to like McDonald's or something after school, and I hear, I, uh, I want to say it was Kool-Aid and frozen pizza, mm. which is just like a classic flip of like, I think a heavy D song, I want to say, I'm probably wrong. Mm. But, I mean, it's just smooth and just let it ride, right? And you hear Kool-Aid and frozen pizza, and it's like, oh, this is a 17-year-old kid who's living by himself. <laughs> mm -hmm. So... Uh, man, just the vibe that he always put off, it was always positive energy. And even when it wasn't positive energy, he was going through the things he was going through. Right. It was very vulnerable. It was very, like, just open and honest. And because he was so close to my age, it was something where, like, I could lean on when I didn't want to hear Drake, when I didn't want to hear Cole, when I didn't want to hear Wale. It was something that was just outside of the norm. Yeah. And for a long time, man, I think listening to Mac, it was always everybody's favorite. But we didn't say, like, that's my favorite rapper. Mm. Because he was an artist, he played the guitar, piano. Mm. That's bass. what I was like, sitting here thinking you, while you talking. You man. you hear so much of like, and he was a hip hop historian. Yeah. So like for me, one of the greatest moments in like hip hop was when Jay was uh he got his songwriters award. And he was tweeting his his speech. Yeah, yeah. Greatest moment ever. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, Mac Miller's nice too, though. I was like, that's all I need. <laughs> my favorite rapper saying and one of them, yo, that's all I needed. And that was like my yeah. background and my phone for a while with yeah. Mac standing in front of that, like, holy shit, like. For, that, for me, man, when he passed, it was one of those things where Travis's album came out on the same day as his. So mm. it was hard to, like, you you can't hear Astro World just one time. Yeah. You can't. Nah. To even, like, get your head wrapped around it. Yeah. So for a lot of people, that's what we focused on in that moment. Yeah. But for me, and even my friends Jordan and Trace at the time, we were listening to it, and it was like, I don't think I'm in the mood for this right now, but this is, like, this isn't the Mac that I'm kind of used to. There's right. a lot more sound on this. It's a lot more obscure. Like, the, there, there's peaks, there's valleys yeah. in the middle of songs, right? Uh -huh. And I wasn't used to a Mac project like that. Okay. So, it took me a while to kind of just start to digest it. And the moment I did, he passed. So, mm. it, it rocked my world. Because that's mm. the first artist I can honestly say where, like, their passing impacted me for, like, three months of every day. Like, yo, I can't believe wow. I'm not getting new music from this person. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I can pinpoint each album that came out. And I, I know every single one of my name, Right. right? From his debut all the way to when he signed with Warner mm -hmm. um, and released uh, Watching Movies with the Sound Off, mm -hmm. which came out for me during the summer 
of I think the year I graduated high school. Okay. So it was a time where like I was spending a lot of time at home yeah. and I'm not going outside because there's nothing really to do. Yeah. And it is like staying up real late. You end up watching TV, mm-hmm. you're on your phone, but you watch the TV, so you mute it, and you really are watching yeah. TV with the sound, sound off. off. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yo, that concept is so crazy, oh my God. And then you hear the music, and he got Loaded Lux doing a diss for him, uh-huh. right? And it's yeah. like, oh, that, that's such a crazy, because I'm crazy in the URL, right? Sure. So it's like, oh, this dude, he gets music. Yeah. Um, But he also was able to sing. He also played guitars, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, he had this relationship that kind of, engulfed his world and he had that album uh, Divine Feminine mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago I think is one of the best like musically sounding albums that I've ever heard okay. where like the strings are on it and everything but um, you know just hearing the demons get a hold of him and yeah. and, and losing him it really has rocked my world man like yeah. I can honestly say that's one of the uh, like him and then months later I wasn't a huge Nipsey fan yeah. like there was certain songs about oh this is hot but mm-hmm. That song he has with Dom Ke- uh, Kennedy and Belly, like I mm-hmm. love that song. But yeah. That was really it from okay. that project. Okay. Like uh, the obvious ones, but yeah. the intro and da da da. But when he passed, I was like, wow, like I can see his impact on everybody. Yeah. But I still still felt like you know Mac Miller, him passing. I you you saw the the outcry from just everybody in the mm-hmm. hip hop industry. Mm-hmm. No one had a bad story. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, yo, he was such a good yeah, kid. Yeah, you could tell everybody loved him. Yo. Yeah, you could tell and, everybody loved him. I don't know what it is, man. I, I'm really disappointed that I'm never going to be able to hear another Mac project. Yeah, it, it, oddly enough, bro, you sound like I feel about Big. Right. That's what my dad says. Yeah. He was like, really? Hon- yeah, he was like, honestly, my middle name is Shakur. Okay. So, like, uh, he, he he always says, like, your middle name is Shakur, but you were born before Biggie passed. So, your name might have been Christopher Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it could have went a whole nother way. But, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the way it worked out, man, like, he just, he couldn't believe that this energy, yeah. right, that, like, there's no other way to describe That's it. That's all right? it was, man. This energy is just gone. Man. And it's only in two albums. Like, granted, I got Blue Side Park, uh, Blue Side Park, watch movies with the sound off, Good AM, Divine Feminine, and Swimming. Yeah. Those are yeah. my five, right? Yeah. And each one of them is a different story. It's a different yeah. time in his life. Right. Blue Side Park's, like, the very fun kid early adulthood got all this money yeah and kind of the same way tyler and them had the show mm-hmm. um golf they all had the show and everything in the internet and all of them were mac had his own show too mm-hmm. i kept up with that more than i did tyler they were too weird for me that yeah. was they, they, they were weirdos yeah. all talented just yeah. weird like weird. that flex interview that dude yeah. is hilarious but yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that episode? I heard the whole thing. Okay, yo, this dude is hilarious, yeah. man. Like, but the talent in there is yeah, just crazy just, on the side. Yeah, boss. Yeah, that's boss. What, that, yeah, that R. Kelly keeps sixteen. Yeah, like, you can't yo. be mad with that guy, but you can. But but you yeah, can't just yeah. be like, yo, you too talented to be doing yeah, this. Like, come on, bro. But Mac had his own show where he's taking his best friends around the world, like his mm-hmm. same friends from high school. When he got all that money, he took them right. right so right. even talking to my friends, man, like it really rocked. It rocked me. Yeah. But like. Hearing his music, that song 2009 that came out, he, have you seen his Tiny Desk? Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah that song yeah. 2009 is the one that closes it, where him mm-hmm. and Thundercat okay, are just okay. up there. Yeah. That song, I, I don't think it hit home until he passed, where I was kind of just like, oh man, like, that's, that, that, this is encapsulating everything that he ever was, was striving for. Like, it's not 2009 no more where I'm working towards this. I've achieved so much and I'm still feeling empty inside and da 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 da. Yeah. And then at the end, it's just the ending of it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's interesting wow. what, like, artists, what, what artists leave behind, right? Yeah. Because when you look at Picasso and, like, actual artists, like painters and sculptors, we all know that the the money, the monetary value behind their artwork becomes mm-hmm. insane after they pass. Mm-hmm. But like with rappers, it, it, it that that's not really the same thing that happens. Not to us, sure. But to the labels, it gets a lot more valuable. Okay, that's fair. That's because a fair it's call streamed out. and that's a fair call. Out. You know what I mean? Like a dead a dead rapper is worth a whole lot more money to a label than a live one. It, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It just kills me because. Here in Mac now, I just feel like the talent was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he, uh, Ninth Wonder has an album that came out a couple years ago, a collaborative project with mm-hmm. another producer. I can't remember who it was, but Mac has a verse on there that I hadn't heard oh, until wow. probably like a couple months ago. Okay, insane. 
Okay. And it's like he that's a boom bap. Like yeah, it's yeah. him like but that's what he when he's he could do whatever. It's like him Royce the five nine and like oh, shit. and like uh Kurt. Yeah, I might have heard that. Yo, but it's I like heard that. look who he's rapping yeah. with. You know what I mean? Oh, like he shouldn't be keeping up with these guys. Yeah. And then he also has a song where like he's talking about crossing the street while his eyes are closed and da-da-da. and yeah. it's just Ah, he was just one of the most talented artists that I ever was able to kind of see in person. One, like yeah. one of the best artists shows wise. Him and Anderson Pop, mm-hmm. two most like you shouldn't be able to be playing the drums, rapping, yeah. doing back. I can't, yeah. That's too much. Yeah. But they're able to just do so much with music, yeah. and it, you can tell it's just they have that talent. And they chose to use hip hop as the yeah, vehicle. That's the like, beauty thing. That like, that's what I love about hip hop. Right. Well, I, and I want to say that later, but it's it's interesting because. When Nip died, my partner Alan, right, right. my um, co-host, he had heard Victory Lap mm-hmm. and loved it, but hadn't heard anything before, before that. that. Me neither. So when Nip passed, it really gave him an opportunity to go back and have a whole discography to learn. Yeah. Like, I've heard songs from Mac, lots of them, sure. but I haven't sat with Mac's projects and so now I have the opportunity, especially after this conversation, For sure. right, to go back and just immerse myself and just from the beginning to the end, sad to say, yeah. you know, really understand what his discography was about and what he was about. Because I think I could tell by even the songs and the interviews that I saw, and he drops a lot of who he is in the music. Oh, it's all there. Yeah. It's an open book. I know about his family, his right. grandma, his moms, all of that. Yeah. And granted, I watched the show, but like... It, he really used to in that show even it was on a house in Beverly Hills yeah. where his house was but like it wasn't planned when like Miley Cyrus would walk up to the gate and be <laughs> right. like hey let's record when schoolboy yeah. Q would walk up and be like yo what you doing right like those are genuine people Friends. who just are just yeah. like hey man let's record and you'd have them two you'd have Frank Ocean walking in Thundercat yo. and it's like yo he's got schoolboy Q in his living room right now yeah, and they yeah. just smoke it like, yeah. like they should be recording Right. You know what I mean? Capturing that moment. But yeah, for sure. Juicy J is another huge friend of his. Yeah. And it was like, wow, How? wow. Yeah, yeah like, How? why? Yeah. That's, a, that's a legend breathing in your living room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Rick Rubin, like, was a mentor for yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, I have. I have. Like, I have. Um, I, I saw a thing where he talked about meeting Rick. Yeah. And then I saw a whole other thing where Rick talked about Matt. Did you see the Shangri-La? I believe on, on Showtime yeah, it came out this I summer. Saw, I think I saw episodes. the commercial for it. You should or watch I saw it. It's a snippet good. of it. It's good. The, yeah. uh, it's a good series. Yeah, it's a good series. But he was Mac is definitely on it. Yeah, yeah. But he was talking about how like he was dealing with like you know becoming sober mm-hmm. going into I think it was Good AM so the uh, two albums ago. Yeah, this is like 2015, 16. Um, and he was just like, yeah, man, like, Rick Rubin's been helping me yeah. kind of be my sponsor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. what? How? How is Rick Rubin your sponsor? And he's like, oh, yeah, I've also been working on something. Yeah, it was, I think it was the It's The Real uh, podcast that I was listening to. Oh, he they really did that got tribute in. one, He too, really too. got in uh, being being cool with Rick. Yeah. And getting clean at Rick Crib. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, man. Like, to have done so much, you know. On 26. Six. That's yeah. about the age that it. Yeah. Twenty six, twenty seven. You know that's the yeah. club. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. He has the song where he's like, um, to the people who sell me drugs, keep it clean. I don't want to end up in the twenty seven club, right? Exactly. And he ended up. It's twenty six, and it was like, wow, man. Like, he really was talking into his everything and his yeah. mental health. And he knew it was. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. He knew what he was dealing with. Yeah. Of course, he did. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow, so it's 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 sad, right? That this is how you get to see it, but you right. get to understand like the impact that it, it lets me understand if you any if you feel about Mac <coughs> and his passing anywhere near the way I did when Big passed, or when I'm riding down the road and I and it hits me that I'm not gonna get any more of this. Yeah, ever. And I'm talking about this hits me twenty, 20 years, years later. Right, right, right. You know that. Damn, yo, I don't ever get to hear what Big Big would have did to a trap beat. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he would have, oh, my God. yo, It's a whole lot of niggas that just wouldn't be eating now. Mm. You see? So I understand that, 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 I understand that feeling of loss behind the artist. Yeah. You know? Especially when you know they have the catalogs left behind. Right. It's like, well, what happens to that, like, 1,100 songs he got on this hard drive? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
who like, hopefully his mom's got it and she'll get with somebody like right. like yeah. Q, mm-hmm. and they'll find a, a, a you know a beautiful way of getting it to the public. Yeah, because I mean he has a whole project with Thundercat. Yeah. He got a whole project with A Rap. Like yeah, this dude. I man, need to hear that. Alchemist, right? like yeah, this dude was with everybody. Yep. And Schoolboy and Alchemist cool, but like I think it was the three of them who like yeah. almost was about to start a group. Like stories like that is insane, man. Like Oof. there's no reason we should be getting a Mac Miller, Schoolboy Q, and Alchemist group in 2019. But I'm yeah. gonna take it. Damn right. <laughs> I'm gonna take Damn it. Damn right. You know Damn what I mean? Right. So. Damn right. Yeah, I, that when even when I hit you and was like, yo, like I'd love to talk about just like artist passing and that impact left behind. That day, I was I think. Alan actually uh, on one of y'all guys shows he was talking about one of his favorite songs he has like a list of the most mm. beautifully made songs Objects in the Mirror yeah that's one of my favorite yeah. songs on yeah. Max any of, of Mac Miller's right and it was to the point where like I love to make playlists right mm-hmm. I, I couldn't make like a Mac tribute playlist because I can't hear those songs because mm. those are the most vulnerable he is yeah. you know what I mean and it's like and I'm welling to, up yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I couldn't hear it listening to all of those back to back yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was too much yeah. it was too much so I was like yeah I can't even do this mm. and it's only like eight of them that I had so far I was yeah. like yeah if I can't get through eight I'm trying to get to like 12, 15 yeah yeah like that's it's gonna ruin my day right but yeah, man, like, having, I, I, I'll say it's toned down a little bit. Like, once a week, I'll be driving, and I could be listening to anything. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, like, I'm not getting a Mac Miller project. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I think as hip-hop gets older, like, we're going to start to see it, though. Like, we're going to start to get the Lifetime Achievement Awards for yeah. 50 Cent. <laughs> like, yeah. And then I mean, it's going to happen in the next 10, 15. I've, I've already seen it. I mean, yeah. oh, that's true. Heavy D pass, Prodigy pass, yeah. Big Big L pass, Grandmaster J pass. Like I've seen it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like See, some tough. of them, some of them, like Big L hurt because he was he was just about it was just about to happen. He was already on the scene, so we knew he was probably going to be one of the greatest of all times because how nice he was, and it was just happening. He got killed. Is that shit like that is nuts? I mean, and of course Big and Pac and right. You know. Prodigy was like, what? What? He was just coming back around too, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he had just performed the night before. Yeah. Yeah, in, in Vegas. So, I mean... Damn, artists gotta stay out of Vegas. But... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, but I mean, it's... it's tough. Yeah, it's something that we're gonna have to deal with in hip-hop. Um, sadly. It, it you know, it... it it's sad too because you don't really get after it happens you don't hear much speaking about what caused it yeah you don't hear the drugs you don't right. hear the mental health conversations you don't hear the yeah. you know what i mean like everything is continued to be used and talked about as if it's a big party yeah you know and you don't really get any healing from it and it's sad because music is supposed to be an outlet for a lot, or it should be. If it, you're going to be this talented at right. something, it should be an outlet for all of it. Right. And and I think that's the thing about being an artist, right? Even if you're going to be a rapper and you're going to pick up a facade or whatever, however you're going to do it, mm-hmm. you can bring multiple parts of yourself to the records. Of course. You know, you can bring you can bring the party to the records. You could also bring when you're sad to the records. You could yeah. also bring when you're scared to the records. You could also bring when you you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but bring your whole damn self. You like 21 at joints. all. Yeah, I like Twenty One. So Twenty One witty as shit. Yo. Yeah, yeah he that witty. interview with the where he was like, man, sometimes I just sit around and cry, and they started laughing. Yeah, he was dead. He was serious. dead ass serious. Yo. He was dead ass serious, yo. Yo, and then but I hear that in the music. Exactly. Like he's, it's a part. Like to your point, it's a party, but he's talking about very serious things, like in every third line. Where it's yep. like, hold on, that's yeah. That's tragic. Yeah. <laughs> like what we're hearing pain over a really great beat. Yep. Like Pharrell. Mm-hmm. Hearing uh, Lord Willing, that's my that's the album. Yeah. Hearing Lord Willing and hearing Virginia, that's one of my yeah. favorite songs. Period. Okay. I'm from Virginia. For sure. When I hear that, that's a different vibe. Yeah. But hearing that and hearing what they're actually talking about yeah. doing on you know yeah. on Rosemont, like I, it brings me back to like driving down and like. Why does my dad think this is a bad neighborhood? Like, <laughs> I I know I have friends who live out here. Yeah. And it, it's like oh wow. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get like, it in the rules, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that's crazy, man. Yeah, it is, man. It's, it's, it's the beauty of music, man. Right. 
That's the beauty of music. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's, that's why we're here. It's the whole point, yo. Uh, you think we did enough, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. Yeah. I got it out. All that, sure. that Mac stuff. <laughs> it's coming up. Hey, well, anytime you need to holler, you know, yes, sir. conversate for a few is here. We always, you know, you were, uh, you, you Futang fam, you done been on here at <laughs> yes, least sir. two to three times. So, yes, sir. You know, you always welcome. But, um, as usual, man, and, and thank you for coming through too. And thank yeah, you for hitting me and asking to come through, yo, for sure. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, as usual, we're going to ask y'all to go to Instagram and Facebook and follow us at Conversate for a few. Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, I don't care if it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, uh, Podbean, don't make a difference. Search for Conversate for a few, subscribe to the show, um, rate the show, give us five stars, five mics, five writing tomatoes, throw five rocks at us. I really don't care, just give us five. Just give us a rate, and that's what you do. Uh, follow the show, subscribe, share it with your friends, because that's the only way they know, they're going to know that we're here. You know what I mean? Uh, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. I promise it's coming. Uh, <laughs> I promise it's coming. We all waiting for it. Man. It's coming. I promise. I got a thousand. I got. I, got, I ain't gonna tell y'all that, but I, I got it. It's coming. But um, this has what? How do I do it? It's always hard for me to do when I don't have my partner for me. Okay. Uh, I'm Jonna. He would say I'm Alan. I would say this is not. He say this is not a podcast about classical music. I would say absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.